You have your sound effects. I think we're good. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's right. We've got Jonah. We've got Elise. We've got the grease. We're all wearing fleece. My headphones are not plugged in, and that doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, everybody. What episode are we on now? You know what, though? Uh, check it out. That was for us. We heard that in the monitors, but that wasn't for everybody. Oh, now they missed out on the music? <laughs> this is for everybody. Oh. Check it out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I got to get a crisp one. That's Greasy this Conversation. These are my favorites. On RadioVegas.rocks. Hashtag online is the new FM. Because you gotta have the bloop. People cut out the bloop and you have these bloops at the end, the bloopers, as they say. You want like high percentage bloop all the yeah. way through. At I least think 80%. Yeah, at least yeah. 80% blooper. 80% effort, 120% result. <laughs> all right. Here we're doing. Okay, hey, it's, guess what? It's deep diving time. We're diving into CES today, you guys. You remember CES? <laughs> I'm a little frightened. <laughs> well, it's, you it's know. the tech. Uh, like the tech company? Yeah, the tech show. Yeah. Yeah, so this year it was so all like, remote. Yeah. We always do like a review of either interesting or terrible stuff that comes out of CES. Okay. Or interestingly terrible stuff. But first, let's actually at the beginning of the show introduce our guests. Instead of Kella, who we introduced in the last quarter of the show. <laughs> Jonah, let's start with you. Tell me about yourself. Um, I play drums for a lot of shitty bands out yeah. here in Vegas. Some uh, of my favorite shitty bands. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're they're greasy enough for uh, this conversation. But um, local Vegas. Um, what are they called? Being here in the heat. Well, DJ Dad shirt. Oh, yeah. We're actually doing a secret Sojourner birthday show. Ah, uh, uh, what? We all yeah. love Sojourner. Oh, yeah. never. I'm just moving this so it doesn't drop you when you turn to look at me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, no. So, Jerner, we always did his uh, birthday party at the Phoenix, but last year uh. it got a little too crazy, and they didn't want to risk the COVID <laughs> yeah. restrictions yeah. on Poor us. Poor Phoenix. I love the Phoenix. So Phoenix it's a, is the best. So it's a secret DJ dad shirt experience that's going to happen. If yeah. you're interested, I'm sure you can reach out on the Instagram or well, the Facebooks, one of those things out there. Since you're you're bringing it up, why don't we uh, discuss later on about some like streaming possibilities? Like maybe we could get some coverage of it, and make it a little more immortal. I think that's on. I think Sojourner would be down. Sojourner would lose his mind oh, if he has yeah, any of yeah. it left. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a humble Fair. fella. So he's he's a humble fella. I don't think he would bug me and feel like he was uh, not imposing. So let me like volunteer that. I'll hit him up. Oh, I'm yeah. even more excited. Yeah, I'm trying to bring up my streamy game, and if I uh, like offer things to people, it's something more to live up to than my own deadlines that I can just postpone indefinitely. Mm. Well, if you stream it, will that mean you're going to bring some instruments yourself? Of course. Obviously. Okay, cool. Bomb it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'll probably be there anyway, throwing my noodle down. I, 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 I hope like so. To, I like to chase Sojourner down with a noodle now and then. <laughs> um, no, well, I hope you like open for us so we can get outstaged like we did last year. Like <laughs> last, last his birthday crazy show, um, Decaying Tigers played. 
and they had all their game boy they had all their game boys out and they they had their black neon uh jumpsuits and then we had to play (laughs) i haven't haven't seen i haven't seen decaying tigers in a minute i'm sure they're like game is all the full improved decaying tigers is really good it's one of those things that the description makes it seem like ah that sounds so dope, or it could be like really disappointing because you get yeah. excited about the disc. It totally lives up to it. Oh, and oh, it's, and some. it's yeah. like metal Game Boy electronic fusion yeah. all at the same time, and then we had to play after. Totally, <laughs> yeah, they go pretty. They go like super deep on the chip tune and like. Not only that, but they know how to be dynamic and like bring it down for breakdowns. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like it's always heavy or always chill or whatever, mm. but it's mostly higher energy. Which is these dope headbang yeah. breakdowns to make you appreciate it, the, appreciate the drops. It was all Definitely. Bowser. Like yeah. I was just, yeah. <laughs> I was getting so down on like every Bowser lick they were using. Well, see, this is a great testament <laughs> to like how a great band can continue to inspire because we haven't seen them in about a year. Yeah, yes, and here we are still singing their praises. Yeah, because they're like, later. yeah, because they're always so memorable. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, because like not a ton of people do chip tune anyway. Yeah. I use Game Boys, so like when someone does it well, it really stands out too. This might get NSFW, but have you guys Perfect. seen Bowser? No, I think it's I think we're safe here. I gotta be <laughs> <laughs> Bowser's awesome. Are you guys familiar with Bowser? It's a like a made up character yeah, more there's recently. Not enough, uh, it's like female Bowser. A Hago cosplays with Bowser. There needs yeah. to be more. You're with me. Then they, then they Maybe made I'll one. Maybe have to do yeah. a Bowser cosplay. Her hentai game yes. strong. Yeah. Yeah. Then I they mean. just made one for like every type of character. They just made a female version of like the goat boo. And oh, the, plant, the, the boo piranha, one is newer and it's so great. Yeah, yeah. All of them, man. You just have your whole variety. Just that yeah, that yeah. pink thing that shoots the eggs. I forgot <laughs> what. It, it just sounds too dirty. I don't want to. Yeah, that one she's is. like <laughs> a she's like a curvier chick. It's great. <laughs> The, the Mario World of Hentai. Just I, I venture to say this is one of the best things to come out of the Rona, is the, <laughs> the hentai game in the Mario universe. It's Logic just exploded. so strong. Have you guys heard of Scroller? No. So Scroller with three L's is this awesome website that has a directory of Reddit threads that it will just scroll for you. And you can change the speed it scrolls, or it'll slideshow them at your whim. So you don't, you can just like set your phone down and yeah, and just have and it scroll hentai for you at its own at the speed you choose. Interesting. Guess I'm We're already front- a fan. I haven't even <laughs> seen it or used yeah. it, but I'm getting it. <laughs> just like the amount of effort I won't have to do to do anything. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so it just occurred to me how much like um, new family is getting into my show because of all the science tip. Mm-hmm. And uh, the moment that happens, it always goes adult, like right away. It's like a curse <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> right. But now we're getting so good at using terminology that like uh, blends it in this like classic Warner Brothers way to keep right. us PG-13, but always with a, a wink and a nod to what you'll one day grow up into, young yeah. ones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the science and technology uh, luxury you can know of all kinds of intelligent luxuries. <laughs> Intel- and speaking of intelligent luxuries, we haven't introduced you yet, Elise. Okay, so I guess on the interwebs, I'm known as Myrma Fucking Licious. Um, but 
in real life. I'm Elise. I bartend at a gaming bar on the east side of Las Vegas. It's called Sunrise Casablanca. I'm there every Thursday and Friday from 8.45 a.m. to 4.45 p.m. And then I run uh, various small hobby businesses out of our house in downtown Las Vegas. I make um, punk jackets, uh, clothing, and I run one of those OnlyFans pages. It's not super provocative, but it's it's a good time. Do you do the um, Etsy thing? I have not gone into Etsy, no. See, I, do you just sell anything online? Uh, I usually, so I actually, I'm in Instagram jail right now. Um, my condolences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. It's my first time, so Instagram jail previous virgin. Um, but I usually sell things through my DMs, um, and I just run off of those uh, money messaging apps and stuff. Most people, when they see her jackets, ask her to make them jackets. Like the manager at 11th Street Records. We were just at... um, That keeps it going. Yeah, we were just at Dino's the other day. And this this chick comes up. She's like, I love your jacket. And she was like, yeah, I made it. Yeah. (laughs) Can I I buy one? (laughs) I love when that happens for something that you made, that someone likes it. It's fun. It's it's a very rewarding feeling, for sure. What did you get in Instagram jail for? I actually don't even know. I didn't post anything too racy. Uh, I asked around to the people I knew in real life. Um, did you dispute it then? I tried to, but they were locking me out. It was r- about a week after Instagram changed their new uh, bylaws. Mm. Yeah, because you might have gotten like uh, accidentally flagged. I don't know about that. I do you have any enemies on Instagram? Apparently yes. I do. <laughs> so that's probably what happens. She's got yeah. many. I will, oh, right no. after I got thrown into Instagram jail, I actually just made this new Instagram called Photographers in Review on Instagram. Because as a model out here in the industry in Vegas, I've had a lot of shady experiences. And I decided mm-hmm. it was time to air out the dirty laundry on those people who are great, uh, like, co-creators, those who respect people's, like, bodies and like personal space and like intellectual property and then those that really like packed a punch and tried to do things their way without thinking about anybody else's Mm -hmm. feelings or comfortableness i don't know so i made this thing so people could post honest reviews it would all be vetted by me and about a week and a half after i made it i got thrown into instagram jail randomly <laughs> yeah so guaranteed someone yeah. is like attack flagging you yeah I, I assume i assume but that's a risky thing to do but noble i wonder if there's a way that uh you could with less risk and less pressure on yourself just kind of skinner method uh elevate the people that are really great yeah. and just kind of leave out the other jokers if, if as long as you're not like freshly and yeah. if there's a fresh offense then like yeah call them out but if you can just keep those people yeah. avoided then the percentage of people left is more likely to be higher good that's true you're disqualifying the bad ones yeah that, mm. that's actually a smart way to do it i was you end up refining it like when you pan for gold you get rid of everything but the gold it's a great way to put it i was more just trying to um 
Like, I, I'll get countless DMs from people. They're like, oh, I saw that you worked with this photographer. Like, how was your experience? What, did you feel safe? Mm. And the safety is the big thing. And for what, sure. What spurred it for me is I had an experience where, thank goodness, Jonah was with me to, like, I always, like, call him my assistant. He comes with me, make sure that everything is cool if it's a new photographer. And this guy still was super creepy, and I felt extremely uncomfortable. Mm. And then he never gave me my photos. And this is like five oh, yeah. months later. I hate That's hearing weird. this story yeah. as often as I have in Las Vegas. Yeah. That's why she wanted to make the page. Yeah, because yeah. like, I had, so this uh, chick who was almost my sister-in-law, she it just turned 21 at the time. She was 20. She's been wanting into modeling for a long time. She, it, she kept telling me about it. She'd see my stuff. She wanted to do it. And I would always be like, man, like, I really don't know if it's safe for you. It's like, but if... You want to get into it, like, when you're younger, that's the time. It's like, just use our house as your safe space. Like, bring them to our house. Use yes. the backyard. Like, you don't do that so you're not alone. Yeah. You know? And, like, after that, that was a few months ago. And then, like, thinking about every other young woman as the girl who is almost my sister, it kind of inspired me to create that page and, like, make sure that, like, the bad guys were, like, publicly blasted, but, like, mm. not in a way that it felt like I was getting, like, a like a tiny bit of reach, mm -hmm. you know? Because, like, I only had... When I got deleted, I had just under 4,000 followers. I'm like, that is not reaching enough people in it's our community. It's a great community. start, though. It's okay. It's okay. Hopefully it comes back. <laughs> I, we would love to hear input from our little community on ways that you could be supported in doing this uh, without adding any extra risk to yourself. Because mm -hmm. uh, fortunately you're not outing like cartel members and uh, you know, you only make so much muscle lifting a camera, but it's enough. I've seen some muscular photographers, so I can't say <laughs> it's like a, a, like a wussy <laughs> crowd to go to war against, but they're not, it's not like a, like a jujitsu club that you're outing either. Right. But, uh, you know, people are crafty and I, I'm really disappointed that you're having that, but maybe you'll get on Instagram's radar as someone that's doing something good and extra at risk. Cause I mean, as creators get, uh, bigger, even when they're not outing anybody, there's extra risk of someone false flagging them mm -hmm. war flag i'd love to know terms for this too i was just saying i'm like is there are there like instagram hitmen for like they're not like they won't kill you but they'll just like target your instagram account like people sell that service i imagine i'm sure oh that's that's actually interesting i never thought about it that way before and maybe it could come in reverse like maybe you could get like an insta lawyer yeah <laughs> yeah that finds like those that. people and and puts them in instagram jail like <laughs> They write this well-written report, and it goes right to the inbox of their connect on Instagram. You know, like people that have a blue checkmark guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got my friend. He blue checkmarks people. He's got the in. He's like, he can talk to the database up in there. Uh, it's <laughs> like your refrigerator. That. It's no problem. It's like, yeah, data <laughs> your yeah. database. His SEO is it's so good. It's me, your boy. It's your boy. I get the people yeah. with the blue circles with the checkmark in it. You know, the pointy circle. Oh, the pointy circle, I love yeah, that. Yeah, you remember the check mark. You don't remember that pointy circle around it, do you? That's how you know I'm legit. You know I know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, oh, these people are messing with you? These people are messing with your Instagram? Let me find out who these people are. Right. I'm going to talk to these people. I'm going to see Break what their... I can do with their little check. They can get a different kind of check mark. You know, it's one of those internal check marks when you, you don't get to post no more kind of check mark. <laughs> get one of those. 
All yeah, right. that's like my New York refrigerator salesman <laughs> that's really deep on SEO. It's like <laughs> there's which just like the whole concept of there still being like a refrigerator salesman is like yeah, <laughs> killing me. That's pretty great. That's the I best got part. used refrigerators and I got search engine optimization. Yeah. All right. I know all of us have at one time or another thought to inject psychedelic mushrooms. Inject right? them. Okay. I'm going to go. Yeah. If I haven't thought of that. Yeah, no. So this. That's new. So uh, some dude did have this idea and he went through with it. He made a tea, boiled a tea of uh, shrooms and injected it. Oh, no. And it obviously did not turn out well for him. Oh, no. But the worst thing in my mind, besides just being hella sick, is that the fungus stayed in his bloodstream. So, like, he now has a fungus, like, in his blood circulating through his body. Growing in there. Yeah. That's so oh intense. My, wait. Right? So, is he going to get, like, superpowers from this? No, actually, like... He'll just never be able to stop tripping because he's growing his own trip inside of him. Yeah. What? Am I wrong? I, I no, mean, it doesn't work. No. That's so, way worse, like, yeah. physically. I actually, I'm, I'm wrong. I actually re was curious about that uh, a while ago. Because you always hear about, like, LSD flashbacks and mm -hmm. shit. And, yeah. and like, there's... stays there in your spinal cord. And there's, like, no... But there's no, like, medical explanation for what a flashback is. So, right now, it's just, like, a psychological phenomenon. But I researched it because I want to know, like, how does it happen and this and that. But LSD can't pass the brain-blood barrier. So, even if it was, like, in your spine, like, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I thought that was a myth. Because yeah. it, gets, it gets turned into something else by your body before it's psychoactive, right? And, like, even if people do have some type of flashback experience, mm -hmm. it could just be, like, some other thing. You know, it's not... Um, but So, that's the reason why this guy can have, like, mushroom fungus in his blood and not going to... But he still got hella sick, though. Oh. So, it did not turn out well for him. I think he got Probably all, like, more. the worst, the worst body experiences of the oh. trip without the trip. So that's oh, what it seems like. Yeah. This is what happens when you try to do science without research. Cause the first thing is that you're not supposed to boil mushrooms. The psychoactive, the psilocybin is damaged by too much heat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can't, if you make tea, it can't be too like too high temp. Oh yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, I know the psilocybin's turned into something else in the stomach before it's psychoactive. So that makes sense why it wouldn't do that in the blood. Mm. Uh, Speaking of that, Hamilton Morris. Have you guys been checking out the new Hamilton Morris's Pharmacopia? I haven't seen stuff? his new stuff. So Vice is trickling a lot of it out just on YouTube for free. And it's so great. And on his personal YouTube channel, he just interviewed uh, um, the guy. Let me let me pause and breathe a moment. Guy it's worth the face. it. And the hair. The guy that. Um, and the uh, nose. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had all these things. That's what's throwing me <laughs> off. Is like, oh, that's really narrowing it down. It's so close. He was in that thing, though, right? Whoa. Uh, you know. What did he do? He knows the guy. Person. Did he like do stuff? Uh, Hannibal <laughs> Burris. Hannibal Burris's host on the show that Hannibal Burris was Eric a guest Andre. On. Wow. The crazy guy. Eric. He did have the hair. You were yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I thought he like. Too, I thought yeah. he got rid of his hair though recently. Oh. Like, he mm. sold it. Sold it. Yeah. He, well, he had to make a buck. Like, Adult Swim really dollars. wasn't, you know. He wears he wigs now. He just only wears wigs. Good for him. Look how realistic this wig is, too. 
Oh, it I looks love just like his regular hair. Oh no, that's sewed in. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You, it's, uh, <laughs> it's woven, right? Yeah. So embroidered. Gonna, <laughs> embroidered. Oh, I love embroidered hair. I'm linking it at the bottom of the news notes. Of course, as always, greasyconversation.com. You can see our links and news notes live. So did did Hamilton do like an episode with that guy and they, they did some drugs together? Because who would want to do drugs with Eric Andre? That dude seems like he's out so of control, intense, yeah. insane. But when he's grounded, <laughs> he speaks truth. He's become more of a, of a chiller evangelist for... Uh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Therapeutic is the word I was hunting for. Yeah. Uh, I might have to like reinvestigate some of his stuff because I just always remember him being like out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it also. But most of his media stuff uh, has been trying to speak out for therapeutic uses of psychedelics. Oh, yeah. Yes. And just generally the concept of. Uh, allowing every molecule to be illegal so that there's a legal route to regulate these things and we take the markets of them that cannot be stopped out of the hands of criminals. So if you don't have people trafficking the drugs along with humans and killing each other in the streets over this thing, basically all the stuff that happened over alcohol in the prohibition, uh, if you take that away then you have the only access options that are viable to people being ones that you can regulate their safety. Even if it's not as safe as everyone wants everyone to be. Like, look, yeah. if you put, More testing kits, more regulations, testing we kits, can tax it. Yeah, yeah make all these things, uh, uh, at least the safest version of these things available for sale so that no one's going to want to do something more dangerous and dirty and employ criminals to do it. Uh, when there's a, an option that's at least close enough, like, oh, maybe it doesn't make my eye twitch like that dirty math did. <laughs> at least this person's going to be doing something that'll kill them way slower. But then you have to think about all the countries that have all this these legalized products and, mm. you know... All the what? All the, the rates I, of crime that are in those places. I, they always... know these, they're not legal in those places. They're just as oppressively illegal. It's just that there's, like... Uh, rates of crime because the only places i can think of that there's more crime and drugs are rampant are like south america uh where it's all it's it's only as legal as the 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 real government of the cartels the actual government still has it illegal they're just under the footprint of uh, a government in the process of being cooed venezuela um that one that starts with an h Honduras? Yeah, yeah. And like you, <laughs> I'm not positive on that, but <laughs> there's only the only places where most drugs are legal are like dream places like Amsterdam mm. and um, what is it? Colorado? Or, they uh, decriminalize some some psychedelics. Yeah. 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 Oregon. Yeah. So we've been actually yeah. looking at the, the stocks of those companies. Uh, so nice. Yeah. See, and it like works. Stocks? In on. Mm on some of these companies that make pharmaceutical, you know, mushrooms. Mm. And most of Europe is transitionally there where these certain substances are illegal, but there's legal variants of them that you can get on a treatment program and have, and you have it alongside counseling instead of just throwing someone in jail to learn more criminal stuff they can do instead. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to go like back to hardcore prohibition just cause you know, we can see more Tommy guns. 
Tommy guns. That's what it's all about. <laughs> For the Tommy gun factor, I don't disagree. Well, I mean, even when it comes down to marijuana, like it was the whole like marijuana prohibition was enforced by big tobacco. You mm. know, it's like just a like, lot of it, yeah. They're yeah. like, oh, like look at us over here. It's like we're way better for you. It's like no, like that wacky weed. It's so yeah. bad for you. It's like instead, it's given us one of the aren't we like the one of the highest countries for having cancer? <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and like we continue to smoke like crazy <laughs> when when you make something illegal that is part of someone's religion there is always going to be backlash and uh an unavoidable especially if it, it doesn't hurt anybody uh, a particular like that it's just flawed from the ground up these are things that uh if we go not even that far back in human history and written human history we're a part of the everyday bloodline of so many people that the the chemistry of their history is woven in things that we can't just oh in the last hundred years hundred and fifty decide oh this is suddenly illegal mm -hmm. and expect that to work without a black market and when you have a black market you uh, incentivize and make a whole pathway for tons of other crime it's just ridiculous that's only one of the factors for just legalizing everything taxing it and if you're really bothered by something that you don't think should be illegal tie it to a treatment program mm. so yeah. these people have a way to substitute it with something else for problems with uh escapism because like okay you can't just stop doing that and then all of a sudden have it solve the problems that caused you to do it in the first place right it's just going to be replaced with something else until whatever is fundamentally uh wrong or broken or there to be escaped from as a life situation is remedied. So we're just putting band-aids on stuff that needs medicine. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a big thing, like, especially with, uh, like, people that do finally get the gumption to go into therapy. Um, if you go to, like, some offices, like, all they'll try to do is pump you th full of, like, antidepressants and all the different drugs that mm. they think could possibly help mask the issue. But unless you're actually like taking mindfulness tools to combat your actual situation and like really confront what's happening, like the issue will never go away. It's just mm. going to continue to be cushioned and there's going to be new like bouts of trauma that get layered over it yeah. that were caused by the underlying issue that you've been uh, kind of padding with these drugs over the years and mm. like they never tell you that like they're like oh like here are the side effects but they never tell you the real side effect is that you're just going to push back having to deal with your trauma either years yeah or you're never going to deal with it till you die and you're going to be restless soul you know mm. like it's just it's a i think that could be process. one of the worst ideas to like have to if we medicalize certain narcotics even if there are low doses mm. you might just create uh more people trying to find new avenues to get it mm. um as well as like people trying to abuse that system um i think it could well it sounds like you're talking about the, the opiate cross crisis right there well yeah. i think um it can and it did with the opiate crisis i think it but just these things were tied version. to well these were not only tied to not tied to treatment programs frequently not tied to programs to get off of them when they're not needed for pain control and over prescribed for pain control so if you take them away from being a product and let some actual government by the people regulate these things instead of a corporation mm. uh, or government controlled by corporations regulating it in a way that totally encourages 
uh, overuse of it and making lots of money. If you don't do that, you're fine. Because, I mean, look at what we do with weed. Um, it, I mean, that's too weak to use it as a good example. But uh, there's programs where people are given an opiate and a treatment program and weaned off of opiates. And it's totally different than when people are given an opiate uh, for pain management and then just regimented it with no even education about getting off of it or what it's doing to their liver or anything. Mm -hmm. So it, by legaling, legalizing everything, you at least make a path for treatment and a path for safe access. Mm -hmm. And uh, we can't argue anymore that that causes more use. There's been yeah. too many substances that have been legalized and illegalized back and forth, uh, Kratom, Salvia, uh, that didn't lead to dramatic uh, uses for more than a trend burst. Uh, and it, it just became something else that like, oh, it's... You know what I mean? Yeah, or at it, least it, doesn't, like, it doesn't spiral like that. Like people are afraid of. At least like not, not even legalizing all the drugs. Like you don't have to legalize heroin and all that shit, but decriminalizing it, so it can be treated as a medical issue rather than like a criminal issue. Right. Yeah, we're not I talking about setting up things. shops for harder drugs. Yeah. yeah. But just instead of throwing someone in jail for them, um, providing them a way to get something that's at least an analog that's safer, um, and trusting them to regulate and decide what is like a safe amount for them or not uh, with a treatment program available so yeah. they don't have to feel trapped with it either so once it becomes an addiction. Is it a thing? Like, do they have rehabs where you can go in and like kind of do it like a barter system? It's like, I'm going to trade like six months of work uh -huh. for like this amount of time in rehab. Not in the U.S. Um, there's I've some, heard of this. There's some yeah. places in, in Europe that'll do that. Um where you can like work for whatever program it is. I think they do some programs that like help alcoholics or maybe it's like methadone treatment type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, for like people who are homeless and have like no means to yeah. do anything. There's like, there's work programs, but here you have to get like free ones that are mm -hmm. like run by a church or right. <laughs> if the like place, Salvation Army or something. Uh, if the place where talk therapy and treatment options uh, are like the most pushed on you is also the place where it's the cheapest and cleanest to get the the hardest drugs that are the hardest for people to function on that also are the ones that people uh, can fall into patterns of escapism and mask other problems with their life with that that's all in the same pocket that the, the treatments also where their their misguided treatment is available then it's like being in the uh, in the checkout line at the grocery store and there's just like oh hey you can impulse buy yeah uh, better alternatives to to drug addiction yeah like oh hey i can i can just totally there's a pamphlet right here that i was handed me along with this um yeah anyway there's way better more thought out details to this than like this overview overview but you brought up some major argument points to it that are commonly there that actually have had a lot of research um, disproving them more towards this point and being able to even research these things and uh, talk about studies with this and, and put the data on the table is new to all of us. And I think that's really great and something that's great about being able to discuss these things now and like also meet compromises and uh, take concepts from people that are both for and against and make these diplomatic decisions that everyone can be content with and people can understand 
other people because there's a lot of uh, uh, lack of sympathy for people that are in head spaces that we don't understand and aren't willing to understand as far as like mm-hmm. mental health situations. People don't realize how little of this is under some people's control when they they can even be speaking like I'm choosing to do this. And they're not really choosing. That's right. just the person that's at the steering wheel then. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. person's at the steering wheel later suffering. And oh, so. I, I definitely agree with you that um, addiction is probably one of the, um, like, not just, like, frowned upon, but it just has, like, such a negative connotation. Such stigma, it yeah. It, the stigma there is just so real that it's um, a self-inflicted crime mm-hmm. that people have control over it when that's going to be further from the truth. Yeah, and then there's different flavors, and there's different flavors of schizophrenia, too. Mm-hmm. They're dramatically different. Like, how little we understand uh, paranoia and a completely different uh, uh, pocket, Tourette's. So you have people that, like, oh, there's just some crazy person walking the street, like, yelling racist stuff. No, they have, like, a tick. There's another thing grabbing the, the control there and not yeah. doing what they want done. And it's taken over their life in a way that, like, we have to snap these people up and treat them. There's there's medication for this. There's uh, there's exercises and things to be done to, like, redirect ticks. And just generally what we do with an autistic child to bring them up as, like, a normal child with, with some extra, like, successful powers sometimes. Rather than someone that in the past would have been um, just neglected and been confused by and they would have been treated like a dullard when they might have uh, genius capability in certain pockets Mm -hmm. Uh, the same thing can be done with people with schizophrenia and Tourette's that are that didn't get that treatment as a kid somehow Uh, and that breaks my heart but I don't know what specifically to do for it so any resources you all have to pile uh, around this episode for anybody uh, pile it on um, hey, Stephen. Oh, I know. We'll just throw him in jail. Uh, he mentions the Salvation Army is essentially a giant labor camp disguised as a rehab re- resource. Yeah, I wanted I, to talk. There. I've heard about this. Because I actually went through that program. No way. Tell me more. Yeah, it was like it's the six month thing. I don't know, like uh, off like the 15 in Lake Mead or something. There's the big Salvation Army building, mm-hmm. and it's basically like a big dorm. And they have usually around like 80 people in, and it's free. They're like a nonprofit. So you have to go and like speak with a counselor and then they get you in. And uh, it's usually like four dudes to a room, but you basically like work in a warehouse and like process stuff all day in the heat. And then like twice a week they preach at you and like throw Bibles at you and stuff. And like, yeah, it's Which isn't treatment and it's being masqueraded as treatment. And that drives me nuts too. Yeah, like I only made it through because I was just at my wits end, like with my own life. And it wasn't like getting preached at for six months that did anything i was like this is pretty much the only place i can come to so i'm doing it yeah it, it's, it's ridiculous the lack of options in this country where uh and all over europe is the the treatment programs is like the thing and they they uh institution they put a tenth of as many people in jail the only other country that jails a highest percentage of their population is brazil which is like half civil war uh all the time. <laughs> right and it's by a factor of 10 to the next one, if I remember correctly. Maybe it's eight, but the one in 100 Americans is in jail. Like, there's no reason to think that Americans are more bad, uh, that there's more <laughs> criminals in America. No, it's just how we deal with our mentally ill is disgusting. Yeah. And how we deal with so many things. The, the whole, there's research after research. We've brought it up too much to have it even be coming up anymore, but it was linked in our last episode. 
uh, new research about private prisons leading to more people going to prison. Yeah, like when you uh, make it a business that makes yeah, money. Exactly. County <laughs> counties with private prisons like arrest more people, huh? Hmm. That's weird. I wonder how that happens. <laughs> yeah. Because when we were kids, and this, I'm just gonna put this in a boat to then send us off to Bob Thornton Town. Yeah. Uh, but when we were, I remember when we were young, there is this feeling of like, oh, big government is bad. Uh, don't let the government get bigger. And then it turned into, oh, while we were doing that, all the corporations got bigger, and they're the government now. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, should we pay some? Uh... Some smaller corporations that are friends with us. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Greasy Conversation. Behold, it's CES time. CES is upon us. We're in Vegas. Uh, but, like, not the, you know, the trade show places. They just finished this giant room of the, like, wing of the convention center. And it's so tragic. That like it's we, empty? Yeah. It's like a whole acre of convention center or something. It's probably more than that. Because yeah, it, it was, like, all virtual, right? Yeah. CES was all virtual. Everyone got stuff shipped to them and did. Basically, everyone looked like PewDiePie reviewing memes. Reviewing the tech this year. Uh, I, I leaned heavily on CNET. And for all these to, to check them out further. The rollable phone. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm taking you to the rollable phone. This is, this is uh, rollable. Okay. This is Greg's pick for CES favorite. I, I don't know. even want it because I don't care about phones that much. But, like, I kind of do want it. Yeah, thanks. It, it extends. Look at that Somehow. stretchy, oh, wow. stretchy boy. Wait, that's trippy. So for so the audio from people, phone to like iPad. Yeah, yeah like the phone is extending sideways to go from like a phablet tall boy phone, like a Galaxy S, to a to a wide fella, and it's by <laughs> LG. LG's like bendy phone kings. This is obviously green screened, but it's still a really cool demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> yeah. When you see the hand twitch and the inserted part doesn't move, you know, they didn't even motion track it, but it still looks really cool. <laughs> I want one. I just swear they're like little, the little keyboard elves in there, like with cranks. How long do you think that that thing will function like that? That's a fun question. Like, how many yeah. bends before no more bends? Yeah, right. I feel like that'd moving be fast. Too many moving parts. How many in there. exactly? How many say, presses or how many toddlers get to touch that before one. it stops ex- like <laughs> moving? Only you one. Know? Like, I think when it would only take one. The corner of your fingernail wasn't trimmed enough, and you got a swipe, and it's just like the cover of those books we had in elementary school that. You'd rub your nail on it, it would make this big scrape yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so the addictive. Awkward holo- mm-hmm. like holographic thing that's that was on there, those weird three Ds. Yeah. This is a lamp that detects if you fall down. A lamp? Yeah, this lamp calls a loved one if you fall down. Shut up. Yeah. No. Which is I great. Want it, I want it to like wait till I fall down and then like you just hear it clap and the lights go off. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like a soundtrack. Yeah, right. <laughs> They got a laugh Wait, track a on the lamp. Lit. That's so crazy. All right, pick out another. Uh, a flying car, dog. Come on. Cadillac, right. flying car. Flying, not just a flying car, a flying Cadillac. What's a handy robot? Ooh. Oh, we're going <laughs> to look at that one next. <laughs> no, That's exactly what everyone's thinking. 
the AR in this demo is great. I See, guess the future is now. Look at the light source is the same on him as on the device or on the thing. They, they did that AR part. So let me describe it. Or how would you guys describe this a drone. particular? It looks like a looks drone like a that drone, you can yeah. get inside. But doesn't it look like a drone that someone folded like a letter? <laughs> yeah, it's like a drone you can stand on, stand in. Yeah, so the back Standing two. Standing on cop drones. It, it almost yeah. looks like the grandpa drone, right? Because like it's like. It's a Cadillac. And, <laughs> yeah, like you can like sit there comfortably and adjust like your seat pressure and everything. It's a posturepedic <laughs> drone. <laughs> <laughs> the two front propellers are at foot height. And the two back ones are like further up at head height. Yeah. And it looks like it was like Z folded further. Did we talk about Handy next? That was the one I meant. Yeah. yeah. So we already bumped our way into Handy. Handy was a product by someone else. Uh, and Samsung bought it. Don't and it's wish just your like a chore doing do robot? That. It does. It pours wine. Dude. And it, it does dishes. It has another what? eye on its hand. It can look at stuff with its hand. It's so advanced. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're going to take over the world. If I hope so. AI I really do hope so. They are, AI in please, that. take it. Take it. I think it. they'll do a much better job. Spoiler alert, it's already happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm fine. Let me just... Uh, Wash these dishes. Let me just put <laughs> dirty food on yeah, the Yeah, as long as they keep washing the dishes, like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I can just do whatever they want. That reminds me... Um, about this concern of taking over the world, remember when Elon Musk was really uh, getting us afraid of AI? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He refined that in a more recent, in his more recent Joe Rogan interview. Right, because he was taken out by AI and now they're speaking for him. Yeah, and I love what they said <laughs> after controlling him. Uh, and that's that we're it's going to start... It's the nanotechnology that's in his blood. It's so good. It makes his blood taste better as a vampire, too. Because it's, <laughs> like, it's like extra, instead of just copper... It tastes like uh, like there's some nickel and, there's and iron zinc in, in there. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that zinc flavor, you guys. Man, you I can't a, wait to get a leg. We sprinkle it into like, all of our food. Like yeah. a jean jacket button? Yeah. <laughs> I just like to rip the buttons off a jean jacket and just... just chomp them down? Just hang out with them in my mouth. Yeah, like, like yeah. chalk. So on that note, uh, Elon was talking about the human race becoming the thinking organ of this cyborg. And uh, not, I mean to say feeling organ. So all the left brain number crunching stuff um, that's more analytical as that becomes handled by these uh, mathy machines and all of the recovering of the entire knowledge of humanity in our pockets. We've already become cyborgs functionally. We don't remember people's phone numbers anymore. We don't remember tons of historical stuff that we can just look up. Instead, we have brains that are all, we're all nerds now. Whatever we're into, whatever show or pursuit or whatever interest, each individual that we bump into in our lives is usually like an expert in a thing or two. Mm -hmm. Whether we think that thing is useful or not uh, is up for debate, but it's at least useful to them and their community culturally. Yeah. Everyone's got this click online of other people into whatever weird hobby they have or whatever thing they're into. And those people all consort and become like uh, doctorate level experts in like, oh, I can tell that's a 69 and a half Mustang or like <laughs> I can tell she's wearing Mac and not Urban Decay because of that, that uh, the way the light's hitting so that, it. That's so, like, yeah. And because of everyone being these these experts, uh, everyone also has all these. Um, it's actually unrelated to the expert things. So segue fail. But we're always going to be the ones feeling 
you can't just by crunching this data uh, feel what's right for everyone being happy in the same way and like make the same kind of like moral compromises that help us all to live in a community even when people are different and have different needs and we can't say oh because this person needs this they're like bad because I don't need this so why do they need that you you can um, put these things together and not just have a, a you can't crunch numbers to make these things get compromised and these things get worked out. So we're always going to be the emotional organ to determine what is beautiful and teach these machines uh, what aesthetics and what designs are more than just um, balance and just, okay, does it look heavier on this side or this side? Or all these like basic design concepts that Squarespace just does automatically for you when you make a template website. <laughs> so like even the analytical parts of things that were emotional before, like design, it's all understood. There's design conventions. But when you have like, oh, the accent color and what a little splash happens over here, all these emotional things, all these things that make creating art communicate emotions. This is such higher level stuff and such stuff that's such high level that we don't even see it in the animal kingdom the way we see it in humans the self-reflection only a handful of animals seem to self-reflect at all and they're usually ones that have spent a lot of times hanging out with humans so we're always going to be this higher level organ of processing data on this emotional self-reflective level that we could be the the thing in the universe that's the best autobiographer i I'm of the opinion that like computers would be able to make art at some point. Like AI would be able to do it and it'd be indistinguishable from a human. But it'll have learned it from us. We'll be the organ at which the all the inspiration originated. Because for us to think it's art, for us to think it's beautiful, it has to conform to our standards. Well, that's like the difference between like symmetry and like versions of dynamic symmetry that are out there. There's like plenty of mathematical papers that have been written about the formulas that make something more pleasing to the eye versus mm. not. And those formulas always have a bit of irregularity within them. Do they have like, to have some randomness in them? There is randomness and irregularity within the formulas themselves. So Fabulous. there's always something about it. I can send you some of those articles. Please I've do. I've got plenty of them. Yeah, throw me some yeah. and, and we, we, can, we can do some further dive in the next episode. On that note, before we go to the next CES thing, what are some other thoughts you're having with your AI experience. I want to uh, take advantage of that while that's here. I probably triggered some stuff. Yeah, you did, because yeah, you yeah. know I've, I've taught some pretty intense math courses. Um, wow. But uh, most of the stuff, it's most of the mathematics that I always teach about is always the underlying theoretical forces of it. Um, the applications are way beyond, but it's like understanding how the formulas get put together, and a lot of it has to do with randoms like wow. random numbers, like sequences and series is like a really big piece of how AI works. But that's like always combined with something that's always changing, something that's always immutable, like different types of eigenvalues. So there's and, a lot. probability, which people think uh, with uh, randomness, uh, humans' conception of random is so different than real random. It's <laughs> terrible, real probability. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's pretty amazing that what we are able to know um, versus what we can actually use. So there's so much that we we know that can that should be able to be the basis or the groundwork for this stuff. But what we're actually able to to use and apply is so far down the line, like a lot of stories uh, about famous mathematicians who like work with sequence and series, like everything that they've created, like the the formulas that they've built 
only get used like thousands of years later when we're actually able to apply them. And I think that's one of the craziest. That's crazy. Points. Yeah, like one of the one of my colleagues like just wrote like a really cool like her master's thesis was on sequences and series, and I read it. And there's zero application for it currently. But like in the future, it could have like big implications with things like AI. Wow. So it's it's all about what we can map out first, and then like can we actually apply it? So I think that's where I don't know. I think that's like yeah. where the really intriguing parts come. Like if you're able it to is. see it work in the numbers, but you can't apply it yet, but you know yeah. we'll have the technology in the future to be able to you're do like so. Being Pythagoras or Fibonacci before it even like applies has a to reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, that's amazing. That's why I always uh, watch some like documentaries on math type stuff. And there was one on like origami that started out being about origami. And then one of the, it was on like three, like three profiles on three different types of like origami artists. And one of them was a mathematician and he was studying it to learn like something about the least amount of folds to make a huge variety of shapes or something. But it had like interesting applications for like material science and that type of stuff. Which is like just like ah, they're just folding paper, but like it's crazy. Hey, you know what? It's time for smart companions. Yeah, dude, I want these. I, want I hope these. that's is that a pet? Yeah, that's a robot. Be. Is it a robot pet? It is, dude. Oh, you picking up I what can't. I'm putting down? I can't. <laughs> I just heard the name. I was like, what? Smart well, companion? It's not actually, robot it's, pet? It's not really a pet. It's oh, even. It does look like it's a pet. even weirder. It's just a pillow with a tail. That's it, creepy. I can't. It doesn't what? do everything I've, you I've want I've seen this for. horror movie and like <laughs> they win. <laughs> it's not it's not child's play though. It's just a little ooga. What's this his, what's his name? This reminds me a lot of uh, when I was younger there were these little like robots that were like cats or puppies or something mm. and like you could interact with them, you could feed them with like a like a light up little like kind of like we have like like a QR thing. Like this is like reads off of like digital waves. Mm. And like, so like you'd have like a fish that had like digital waves on it. It's like, oh, oh like yeah. Eight, right. It's like, that's what it, I feel like. And that was like 15 years ago. I feel like this is what those have become. <laughs> so I'm assuming it like purrs and gives off warmth. Right. And it kind of moves on its own. That's what it looks like it. Yeah. It, just it does like not. The tail. It only moves the tail. It doesn't travel anywhere. Okay. Then how did it get in the back? <laughs> <laughs> that they put that in there to be cute. Oh. They put it half yeah. in there and then pulled the bag off so the tail <laughs> could go up <laughs> and act surprised. But there's They're another. So funny. There was another one they made that is like the, a little the, creature. The little one. They I, they made the big one and then you saw the small one with the stout top, little yeah. tail. And then there's even another find. one that has little eyes. It's like a full on. They're going full creature. And that's where the murder happens. Oh and it's great. We re reported on this uh, way back in the last um, Well, when CES. it was the first one, yeah. And I when think they it just was had like, the big pillow. It was just the big one. The little one. So you said there's little eyes on it? I'm having a hard time so, finding the dang Are thing. these made for people who like don't want the responsibility of having an actual pet? I think they they're kind of like well, self-therapeutic. Yeah, they're like yeah. therapeutic. Or so geared toward that. Bell bedridden or something. Interesting. Yeah. I think also they use them for like, maybe not these specifically, but um, things similar to this for like PTSD patients, patients with dementia, like oh, wow. Alzheimer's and stuff. Q-O-O-B-O. -O -O. And so it really does look like a round furry pillow with just a tail. 
I want to see the little one's eyes. That teaser video. Just that's 15 of seconds. Felix of... the cat cuckoo clock. <laughs> yeah. I want. At least it's not. There was one that was on. It had to be a few years ago, but it was this weird little like creature that had long arms that would like hang around your neck and you like would hold it almost like a baby but it was supposed to be like a comforting thing it didn't look it had a weird like skinny head it was just overall weirdly shaped and it just had these long skinny arms i remember that would like just suck out your soul at night you know yeah it sounds like it. oh look at this little guy jamming oh uh, <laughs> we both want one you, I'm, I'm waiting for them really to come out in other was. colors. I want the little one. I'm waiting for it to come out in a color that doesn't remind me of a cat that I miss. That's what I was yeah. thinking. It, it needs to be a color that's not, uh, I'm like going to have uh, sad memories. Did it fart? Oh, <laughs> loud noises scare it. That one! I've never had a cat that color, so I want that one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh no! That is a cool <laughs> idea, though. Honestly, no, actually, I want the black one, matte black every day. Yeah, I don't have to worry about, you know, the hair. You know, the shedding. Oh yeah, yeah. The black goes on everything. I just black. like I just live in cat hair. Yeah. I just like that's my. Oh, uh, we state. do as well. Don't worry. Yeah. 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 Shout out MKBHD matte black every day. <laughs> so I'm gonna put a better link to the the QOBO on here for you fellows. I got a quick one about Elon Musk. Wait, wait. Uh, no. Cue it next because we've got one more, I believe one more CES thing that uh, is... Why this? Don't show this. I'm showing the ones I probably linked to just before, to after. Whoa, let me just say words out of sentences. <laughs> There's a new... <laughs> There's a new Zen book and it has two screens and it's so cool. Why don't I just have people look at it while, no, you should see. Okay, sorry. For the audio people, what we're doing is looking at a laptop that has a screen in the upper half of the bottom part. So Where it's the keyboard like is. one yeah. and a half screens, yeah. And then the keyboard and mouse are just in the very bottom. And it's really great. It came out in 2019, but there's a new one where the bottom screen leans up at you. Uh, and the, the whole hinge situation is really cool. This is not that one again. Shucks. Let me go. Let me trust my link and be more patient because I have it linked here in the, um, you know, the news notes, of course, but it's looking at all these other dang laptops. Maybe I didn't link the right there <sighs> golly okay i'm gonna update i was this. about to say yo <laughs> you link. definitely did not link the right place <laughs> copy i'm fixing it for you all okay. so see that you can touch the knobs and uh oh. look at this situation oh. that's, cool. that's really interesting so you've got a control surface at your fingertips it's half height 1080p so everything fits nicely in it now if, if you're like me you already work on two monitors on the regular so to have an extra monitor hands-on right there, especially for um, moving, uh, taking links as notes, taking notes on what you're doing and uh, writing down notes or taking from stuff you're researching and dumping it in. Uh, and knobs, man. Yeah. We Just were talking about how knobs. important research and knobs are uh, both of those things. We talk about a lot. 
yeah, this doesn't have the timestamp. I goofed. Okay, fixed it. Mm -hmm. Fixed it in real time. There's a rundown here. Uh, there's a whole slew of new stuff you put on your eyes for you all to check out linked in here too. It's all kinds of VR. Everything goes on your eyes? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So there's a new way of doing a VR lens where it mimics the focus distance sensing that your eyes do by uh, telling distance based on how you focus as well as you know the two eye situation this glove is really cool there's like wires in the back of the fingers so when you go to grab something it resists it's got little brakes so those brakes stop the wires from being able to pull so your hands you're feel actually resistant. grasping around whatever object you're playing with yeah it feels That's like really you grabbed cool. something Right now yeah. they're only like developer priced, and you notice three. There's three strings for each finger, so you can control which knuckle is feeling the resistance. Uh, oh, so wow. you can really uh, articulate the shape of what you're grabbing in that way. Crazy. And I can't wait. There's a prototype like version that. there. It looks like those Skeletor are some. Fingers. Those are some <laughs> creepy like face hugger. Yeah. Leg aliens. Hands. Yeah, they show that really quickly. Let's look real quick with that. This oh jeez. When he does the when he does like the creepy move. Yeah, that, there it is. Man. Yeah. That's 3D printing, y'all. Busting out of your chest. Man, <laughs> VR is getting crazy. How would you guys do you guys think you would risk getting stuck in VR? I would. In it. I would totally forget about everything else. Like I'd just be like, I live here now. <laughs> it's easier here. Everything's better. Right. Yeah, you just wake it's, up for an hour. It's comfortably sunny every day. Like right. it's been in Sleeping Vegas the last it. two days. Like yeah. the thing that I always think about with VR is like I just feel like all like everybody out there that is purchasing a product for VR things, I feel like you're just paying big corporations to do their research for them. Yes. Especially if yeah, you like much. agree to like give them the cookies or like whatever it is that you agree to give them for before your video game to like get whatever features, blah blah blah. Like, you are literally just feeding them back information so that they can make their AI technologies better. Absolutely. And you're paying them to do it. You yeah. know, it's the most genius, yeah. like, framework I've ever seen. And it's crazy, like, on what such a wide scale it's gotten, too. In lots of different industries, because tech is getting, uh, there's tech for every industry now. Uh, and the enthusiasts are all about supporting that. The mm -hmm. people that want to buy the latest, greatest thing, they know they're helping pay for it. The research and they're, they're they're excited to be at the frontier. Yeah. I tend to like they want to live there. Getting something a generation yeah. old, and working for people that like to be at the frontier, <laughs> so I can uh, get paid to play with the stuff that the people with money are confused by because the manuals aren't good yet and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you get the you get the frontier employer, uh, but live on that that nice safe. Second gen. Yeah. <laughs> so if they um they already made the hand, like how close do you think they're gonna go to making like a full body suit? That's a solid question because right yeah. now it's not even in the consumer space. You'd have to be a corporation to just afford to that thing the for hand. training. Yeah. So if their hand. I just feel like it's only a matter of time where the hand turns into the full suit. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh. definitely working on like uh, haptic feedback suits, and we just covered one. It was like this rig. That has to be like attached to a wall, and it has these huge braces that oh, like will hold awesome. up your body and your legs. Really? And they like yeah. walk with your legs, so you can 
you'll simulate to, like walking in a free environment, even though you're not. You'll have to tune anywhere. into last week's episode to see what that looks like. Yeah, it's pretty nutty. It's it's a huge okay. rig, but you're like homework. on a gimbal. You you sit really? on like a gimbal. Yeah. Sit, stand, and it's this yeah. room size thing because we were talking about uh, with Kella. It's the Kella episode. We're talking about what happens when some nephew walks into the room, oh, yeah. and you're like swinging, like learning karate moves, like Elvis, and <laughs> gimbling around, and you just. The nephew goes through a window. <laughs> it's yeah. bound to happen eventually. Well, see what in my head I'm seeing the uh, the big like walker suits from uh, the Avatar movie that came out in like 2008. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I see. It's like I think like it's like that. Yeah. Imagine like just the leg part of something like that. Yeah. And then a dude a just sits gimbal. in there. Yeah, yeah. On a gimbal. So I've got a pro I've got a product, you guys. It's, we're back to having products that we that we push. Prepare yourself. Yeah. So this is... You it's know only $9.99 right now, if you, if you call in. Right <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You've all been bowling. Well, you know when you get your bowling shoes, they spray the stuff in the bowling shoes to mm -hmm. deodorize them. Mm -hmm. I imagine they probably do that with the stinky laser tag suits. This is going to be just like that. You're uh, going to have a nice expensive glove like that to go to some VR parlor, like a VR arcade, and we got to de deodorize these gloves with all these... <laughs> Uh, stinky nephew hands being <laughs> up in there. So that's my product is I'm going to sell spray deodorant like for, for bowling shoes, but it'll be for all these uh, VR armpit gimbal time. Yeah, and you guys good. can get it on the ground floor. Nephew <laughs> remover. When you say VR parlor, that just sounds so unsanitary. Yeah, <laughs> it does seem really dirty it's a VR right off the bat. Ugh. It's a VR bathhouse. <laughs> extra greasy. <laughs> extra yeah. greasy. VR table showers. <laughs> oh man! Oh. I did. I found this other. It's uh. It's also a glove, but it's not for VR yet. But it is a an impulse controller that reads your uh, muscle signals before you actually do the thing. What? Is that linked in here? Yeah, it should be somewhere. Nice. I can't remember where it is. Uh, it's not labeled, but it should be <laughs> neuro <laughs> neurocontroller. Nice. Yeah, impulse neurocontroller. Yeah, so like before you go to click the mouse, uh, just the muscle movement of you preparing to click the mouse like triggers the controller. So we get like way. That was made faster. for people for video games. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Kind of like there's a um, thing we looked at. I think it was that same episode where this. Um, forgive me, but something plegic. I'm not sure which kind of plegic this fellow was was grabbing it would have been that yes yeah. grabbing a food and bringing it to his mouth and taking a bite with uh just brain controlling a hand and he didn't have to look like uh the doc and with the head thing when he first sees marty in the past <laughs> it was way more discreet when you could see like uh shoulder movements and stuff when it from him like thinking about using the muscles and then the robot arms like swinging around like I love stuff like that and I can't wait till I can be a cyborg starring John Claude Van Damme. And you better So you're going to get robot legs. Is that the first move or <laughs> fingers <laughs> then legs? Oh, okay. Yeah, robot fingers apparently is the move over here. Yeah. Yeah. My index finger is a mouse. I just just my replacing my left arm with the Nintendo Power Glove right off the bat do you guys have any idea how crazy screens or the concept of looking at a screen is going to be when projectors get more advanced and brighter and smaller pockets because already uh, an led projector can be the size of a wallet 
but the brightness isn't there yet. And if you do the math on how it hits angles and you can detect, um, you know, 3D thing with, you know, the project the dots and look at the dots thing, the uh, mm. face, face hour does on your phone. The, the facial app, recognition. Apple face. So yeah. you do your Apple face. <laughs> you have that. It sees how things are contoured, does projection mapping to it, and then boom, you can have a screen that seems like it's floating right in front of you. That's what's going on with uh, the prototype vehicle. I believe it's a Mercedes. Yes. When you want to change anything in the car, you just put your hand up. It tracks and finds your hand and projects an option on your hand. Then you just move your hand and the different options end up projected on it and you just grab one. What? And then your seats That's are heated. That's gnarly. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're, you've got the scent pumped into the place or whatever. The future is now, huh? Crazy. No, that's not yet. <laughs> the future is still in that Mercedes future. It's not until like Nissan has that in the Versa Note that it's yeah, really that we future. can all get it. Yeah. Uh, oh, your Versa Note doesn't have the grab the item in the middle of the sky. <laughs> wow, it's like next generation's aux cord yeah. Yeah. for the car. Oh, I know. We're going to lose the headphone jack. Um, that would be weird. Yeah, it's, like, already, it's already gone on iPhone. It's yeah, been yeah. gone. Yeah. That would be weird. Like, kids are like, what the fuck's the screen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, ew. Yeah. God. Yeah, you just have to look right at it. It doesn't yeah. just appear in front of your eyes. It's just like oh. in my eye. I just want like the image like oh. in my brain. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to see it in front. I don't want anything to like pop up in front of me. It just needs to be I can't in my believe brain. I'm good. how much time these old people spend talking to one another instead of uh, just using the mind melt yeah instead of just flinging thoughts at one another just apple blasting each other thoughts yeah you just hold the phone screen facing up and uh, blow across it and then you wink and then the person on the other end takes their phone turns it 90 degrees counterclockwise and uh, coughs quietly (laughs) into their shoulder and then they receive the data and then once they put it in their pocket it gets absorbed into their bloodstream. Exactly. That that's when they they really can get the, the muscle de- memory. I love part the details of, of these. And that's how yeah. I learned karate. <laughs> <laughs> you know kung fu. <laughs> I know kung fu. <laughs> Behold! <laughs> it's time. Greasy conversation on Radio Vegas. Dot rocks. We're here looking at the CES stuff. This is the Razer Project Hazel mask. It's got what looks like boombox speaker time on your cheeks. Makes you talk like Bane. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is converted to truck driver CB radio talk when you use it. Oh, yeah. And you can change your voice. It's got the voice changer built right in the sides. It's got to. It's, that's an in-app... Uh, purchase it's a microtransaction. you get it for that yeah that's the kidnapping option <laughs> <laughs> no so you, you can see your face through it. it it filters the air uh and all that which is a lot to fit in that cheek thing so it's probably never gonna get that's made. my favorite part about masks is that people can only see like half my face anymore and then it's, i can just like is it time to steal or is it time <clears throat> to hide <laughs> no because yeah. i just like generally look angry all the time <laughs> Mainly because I don't want anyone to ever talk to me like when I'm walking down the street. Yeah. But then like I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. You know? It's great. See, well, I found what it's like I both love and hate it is like when I'm in a grocery store, people act like they can't even make eye contact anymore. (laughs) Like you walk down an aisle and it's like it's no longer like, oh, excuse me. Like, can I reach right there? They're just like everybody just avoids. They make no noises. And they just like try to just like 
move past you without saying yeah. anything. It's like the new, like everybody's like thinks they're in incognito mode, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, and you're like, I can see you. Hello. Especially <laughs> in a city like this where it's not somewhere like Texas where people give you a little nod and smile yeah. just for existing. I feel like I have to go out of my way to, uh, to almost shout, excuse me, or, or pardon my reach at people. Yeah. And uh, almost impose eye contact sometimes just to get basic things done. Yeah. Especially on the road, um, there's so many more people that just have nothing to lose. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> going on out there. I saw someone blow through a stop sign right in, or a stop light right in front of me after I was like, they don't look like they're going to stop. I'm going to chill a second. Yeah. And they didn't. And they weren't even going that fast. They just cruised through. They were like looking down. Their car was covered in dents. Uh, and as I'm like slowly rolling to T-Bone Town, because I'm like at least finish <laughs> running the red light, I'm like honking at them. They look up and I'm just like, that person has just given up already anyway. Right, and they don't done. care. They don't care who they take out on the way out. No. So I took that way more fatal than just the lack of friendliness <laughs> with masks. Yeah, that's that's like pretty close to like having to say excuse you really loud to someone in the store. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much in the same, same vein. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think we're looking at right here, you guys? Have you, you heard of... Have you guitar? Uh, no, but not unrelated of a concept. Have any of you ever heard of plucking your guitar? Ever heard about getting your guitar plucked? I've heard of plucking a guitar, not plucking. Yeah, so... It's this German machine that measures all your frets and makes them all super, super even. And it's only 250 bucks to have Sweetwater do this procedure. Of course Not it's sponsored. Sweetwater. Of course it's Sweetwater. And there's other they shops. They have everything. You know, shout out to Sweetwater. I love them because every time we go to Sam and Ash, they'll match their prices and I never have to order from yeah, Sweetwater. Yeah, whatever drum shit I have to buy, <laughs> I'm always just like, well, Sweetwater is at like eight bucks. Yeah, and they're like, okay, <laughs> cool. No, we have to match it. It's fucking Sweetwater. Yeah, it's amazing. That's why I guess it should be a shout out to Sam and Ash because they'll match that. Yeah. But like, thanks for being cheap, Sweetwater. <laughs> but you have to go to a location. And I love when I think I'm going to get the cheapest thing for an instrument on Amazon and I go and Sweetwater's beating Amazon even. Oh, big and time. I'm not surprised. And well, they'll give you a bag of candy. Sweetwater well, Amazon, oh, it does. Candy. Amazon hasn't told you that they are no longer like the latest and greatest with the deals. Like a lot of times you can get yeah. better deals somewhere else. Now they just like, eBay. they feel like they're grandfathered in with yeah. them now. Like nobody asks questions. They just assume they're getting the best price on Amazon. It's exactly what Walmart did. They mm -hmm. got you used to the values and then some random products will be a couple bucks more. Oh yeah. And they, you just don't think to double check. Yeah. I always double check mm. with eBay and often find uh, places, sellers between here and California, especially tech stuff, mm -hmm. electronic components, <laughs> hobby boards and stuff. Uh, I'll get it from California uh, days earlier than Amazon for less money. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. If they're not, they don't have a finger on that. On mm -hmm. the Arduino tip. <laughs> Buy direct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buying direct from, and that's another good thing about eBay is you can get it directly from a from someone that has a store there too. Yep. And it's nice that Amazon can help people get some uh, storefronts without setting up a website too. And that's kind of direct, but they're still like, uh, they're still throwing a, a bone to Amazon to even have the store there. Yeah. It's the same thing with eBay. But yeah, if you can go right to the, the folks like retro game repair shop, not an intended plug, but when I do like a backlight mod for a game boy or there's these, um, Yamaha sequencers that the screen is the same size as that Game Boy Advance so you can get like a front light for it and and glow it up retro game repair shop holla I'll just go right <laughs> to their site there's a few of them um, yeah I like that bi-direct move that's 
that's a tip I'm going to take to heart a little bit more because I, I feel like I wasn't thinking about that as much, but there's some good examples. Anyway, pluck your guitar. This guy did it to a $200 Squire, spent another 250 to have it plucked, and it's as if uh, like a rare level luthier redid all the frets, and it just it plays like a Jackson now. It's amazing. Wow. It's like an ESP. That's crazy. <laughs> Does it make all the frets like just super accurately spaced from each other? Uh, and their heights. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it true. fixes all their heights for like that low action shreddability mo moment. Anyhow, on the reverence Sweet. and excitement of that, introducing How about, you dude, to can we? I got, I got a great squirrel story. Take it to Squirrel Town. We haven't done enough wildlife this episode. I love squirrels. Yeah, there's yeah. always some oh, yeah. cute wildlife in this You're show. You're going to love these it's squirrels. Apparently, these squirrels are attacking a neighborhood in Queens. Where Those are squirrel rats. <laughs> they, they've combined. Yeah, I've seen them before. But, like, look at... They're rat -esque. Check out this photo. There's, like... you have oh. to pull up... Oh my there's God. there's just a picture there's like just blood in the middle of snow <laughs> oh like, my gosh and that squirrel jumping up in the mirror like oh. hopping up behind someone with a knife just about oh. to just <laughs> he means business ah and then that oh dude, god yeah he's like he's like you <laughs> better not fucking been, like, sit down mega personified it's like, like you better not sit down i dare you oh my gosh have you, you seen uh, black sheep you better pay the rent black sheep <laughs> yeah the new zealand horror movie about no sheep that are turned mutant and eat everybody no but yeah. i want to oh it's like this so that you hear the bah, and then like everybody freaks out because they know <laughs> the sheep are coming i love it <laughs> some like uh, some like terrible 80s animal or bug related horror movies are the best like there's one oh, this one's kind of recent too black sheep. I, re I remember seeing it, it like um, the last few years but i haven't you missed out it's like the cover art for pearl jam versus <laughs> have you ever seen this <laughs> Ah! See, this picture is the actual cover. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that terrifying? You never... Look at this. Yeah, this is Pearl Jam's second album. It, it kind of got buried after the, the meteoric success of 10. And then they released this album going into their battle with Ticketmaster, which drained them and ruined their taste for the mainstream uh, public-facing artist, artist life in general and led to them having a career in the shadows just playing to giant arenas of just their fans from this point on after the ticket matter m ticket master battle crushed them emotionally uh that's why there's such great sleeper feel-good songs that you don't immediately like in following pearl jam albums that i highly recommend particularly the next two vitology and no code have these songs that just stick on the ribs forever like they're made just for you but you might not get them at first. Especially Vitology is hella that way. There's just like, why is the bass playing lead? And why is this like a ska riff, but it sounds evil? There's like really unique choices of arrangement uh, in these songs. Oh, I'm excited. And then they just start to sound normal to you and they're just great songs. But you pick them apart and you're like, what? <laughs> this, this solo is like three notes, but it sounds so scary. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think they they turned evil after you know the Ticketmaster fallout? Vitology, yes, and then No Code, the opposite. No Code is like the angel to the demon of Vitology. It's like No Code's more optimistic and like a childhood sounding song about just being up in a tree 
and not worrying about anyone below and their problems and stuff. They don't even know it's it's me up here in my tree. It's so cool. <laughs> hail, hail, the first song on No Code. Letterman used to play it during a commercial or have the band play it during a commercial break at least once a week. Letterman's a giant Pearl Jam fan. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I could go on too long about Pearl Jam lore, <laughs> but that remind me of the, the sheep situation. Hey, we're getting close to the tail end. Can we look at some scary sinkholes really quick? Do you have anything queued up before that? I got, I got yeah, yeah. one more of that. All right, so this guy got, uh, he went to the doctor and was having some weird pains uh, down near hips, rectal area. They couldn't figure out what it was. Eventually, they scheduled him for spinal surgery because they thought he had some type of uh, disc or something? spinal stenosis, oh, which is wow. where the spaces in between the spines narrow and puts pressure on all the nerves, can cause all kinds of problems. But turns out he had a fucking toothpick in his rectum. Was it a wooden one? It couldn't be because it would have dissolved, right? Who knows? Not necessarily, man. No. Aye, aye crazy yeah so that all that time he was experiencing all this pain and it was because you had a toothpick so in your ass the whole like, time like swallowed a toothpick hole or no there's no way it entered him from that direction yeah it, yeah, it would have been dissolved in his stomach yeah we generally like the rule of thumb is if there's something stuck in someone's ass like it got put there by someone okay so uh, someone the pain went away quickly upon removal yeah i imagine <laughs> Two years after he presented oh, the pain. Man. Yeah, it was like long-term mystery. So what mystery. do you think? Was it a wild night? Or did he... Sit on something. Wild yeah, night like with what, Richard what are, How do we think it happens? What's crazier yet I, is how did it become sideways? I, you know, <laughs> that's what I was wondering. I was I, like, how? But why would no. you even start with that? When What, what kind of impact is... How much are you going to notice that? Unless it was a bundle of them and he lost track of one. Here's what he, no, no way. No way a bundle. He made a deal with some entity from somewhere, right? That to, to grant his wish, he had to sit this toothpick up his ass and fool a doctor. That was the thing. He had to find a doctor he could fool that couldn't figure it out. And if he could do that for two years, then, uh, you know, he gets that new. All right. So where you is think he got now? a new hip? New Elixir of uh, everlasting life? Do, do we have a follow-up new yeah, yeah, no, news clipping of him? Like, where is he now? Is he Did he win the Powerball? Yeah, no, he the, went article to said, <laughs> uh, the article actually followed up on him specifically that he's all good. He's all just after, yeah, after, after, yeah, his, his pains went away f just fine. After and removing the, the toothpick. The toothpick ass. had absorbed so much liquid that it fell apart once they removed it. Uh, but it was enough hanging out in there to be irritating. So it was more of an Crazy. irritation than a poke. So like a splinter. Y'all was just a, like... Sitting on a splinter for two years. Yeah, man. It was like that. Sign me up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You Return of the Jetpack, man? I can't not click on this. No, there was just... It was uh, late last year. There were a lot of sightings of, like, dudes with jetpacks flying around airports in L.A. or, like, near airports. Unidentified flying man in Los Angeles has finally been <laughs> caught on video. Which, like, no I don't know, were you guys into Rocketeer? That was a good movie. Yeah, it was classic. I always wanted a jetpack when I was a kid, but... Please well, also, movie. you got, you know, any of the Boba Fetts. Any yeah. of the Boba Fetts. All of them, combined. Please I don't know, I didn't watch the video. I mean, it's just going to be a, it's just a bunch of sick people, man. Yeah, and it's going to put the that thing doesn't even have. That's end. not even the one for that oh. article. 
<laughs> That's how they do that, Does dog. He I fell for it. <laughs> this this is another ad for a pilot academy. None of this is content. All right, there's flying people in LA, and we'll never see them because uh, advertising is more important. See, I, I don't believe that. It's I think they try to steal a Florida man headline and just change mm. it to California for the hits. Yeah. yeah. Could be, this yeah. This was just a regular flying Florida man, and there's plenty of them. They're all out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you don't have the Florida man series on this. It's a regular old flying Florida man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do try to pull some, like, Florida man stuff once in a while, but you have I haven't so found much. any good ones There's so lately. much to, to carry into next Oh, there's week. at least one a day. Yeah. Greg has so oh, much a, juicy yeah. news to I usually to do, like, that. Like, Florida week. man or Arizona, just anytime anyone, any opportunity I can get to, like, shit on Arizona, I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm there. I Is this there. a long bout? So like, I don't really have deep, any deep particular burn? reason, but like you it know, just you just keeps coming. It's just Arizona. Yeah, and like that's that's the that's only enough? reason you need. Is that yeah. enough? That's it's how I feel about Australia. Yeah. Have you ever been to Arizona? Yeah, it's like I, I, then you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I didn't know in the past, but I, I do have, know now. Or lived yeah. in Arizona. So it's like in some ways the opposite of Florida, and in those same ways, just as bad. For example. Florida is really lawless. Oh, it's the yes. stand, but it's also the stand your ground state, so you can like take law into your own hands in a special way. Whereas uh, Arizona, while being in between Sin City State and California and Colorado, which is also very like, hey everybody, everything's legal. Just go out in the snow on everything, mm. and and uh, chill out, man. Ride the pipe. Or whatever the half pipe. Ride the pipe. Which show is this? I'm trying to say snowboarder stuff. Oh, okay. But it's not. That's what no, snowboarders shred do. The nar. Yeah. Yeah. Shred the nar. Shred the nar. So, Arizona's in between these, and it's like it feels like a police state. You can get a ticket for running a yellow light. You get caught with any mm -hmm. drug, and like you're in the burning follows prison, you right they put yeah. you out in those tent those hot tents yeah yeah just the, yeah i heard about those in and the middle of the desert bust yeah. rocks on the side of the street and uh sheriff arpaio uh puts you in the hole and it's just it's scary uh and i feel like it leads to similar antics to florida but for opposite reasons mm. there's and there's no animals to kill you in arizona the cars just drive themselves and you can just leave your doors unlocked and it's fine or whatever. Uh, and yet there's so much crazy stuff from Arizona. That's its own flavor. It's like, I yeah, feel it's like got it, a similar Florida man flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've still got this barren desert like situations too. It, it's not all Phoenix. I just think like <laughs> there's, let's just think about the fact that like in America, in the year 2021, there's literally a prison that is just tents in the desert. Yeah. Like, that's where we send people for punishment in the future. Yeah. That's nuts. Man. One of the most <laughs> uh, inhospitable deserts, too. Yeah. So speaking about sinkholes, I actually used to work with this chick who, like, that's her biggest fear. Like, her Me most too. Her most, like, irrational fear is, like, if there's any sort of tremor she feels, like, she will hit the ground thinking it's a sinkhole, like, freaking out. Not, like, grab something? Because I'll, like, want to grab something. I don't even know. Like, she would just, like, we'd be in the back of house and something would happen and she would just lose her mind. She'd, like, either hit the ground or, like, hit a wall or something and just, like, start babbling 
bullshit. Sorry, AJ, you're great. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's probably one of my biggest fears, but I don't have like an active procedure for it. Like I don't feel like uh, I can even intuitively say or move my body anywhere to do anything about it. Would I just stare off into space and I'm afraid. Would you spurlunk to try to beat the fear? Heck no! Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, I'm down for spelunking. I, I don't, I'll want, go spelunking. I don't um, want some earth to come down on me. No, I've done some cave exploring in, like, uh, you know, trendy caves. Mm. where you know, Trendy People caves. have been there, yeah. Oh. Like Carlsbad or something where it's, like, people go there. I'm not exploring. Like, tori- like touristy caves. <laughs> <People> exactly. <go there>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I only go to hip caves, y'all. <laughs> what do you guys think this green liquid is in, in this? Oh, Secret of the Ooze, obviously. Right? I see the little turtles like growing yeah, like in the dude. side. Oh, I want turtles. it now. I want to bathe in it. So many cute animals in this episode. So it's actually just a dye they use to see uh, to see what was getting um What type of ooze? Yeah, because there was another sinkhole. <laughs> what type so, of ooze? See, this what looks like a cracked desert was actually the g- bottom of a lake where a sinkhole opened up and gobbled up this lake. And not far from it, there was another sinkhole here. And this guy bought this whole property with a park and a, and a rec center for like 10 grand. And then he filled this in. It took 110 uh, semi-trucks worth of dirt wow. to Damn. fill this in. Who who wants to live there, where the ground will just eat you up uh, inevitably? I'll risk it. Because <laughs> one of these, one of these, look at this one. Uh, that reopened. one looks like quicksand a little bit. There was one. Uh, this one, the way it's shot, is so extra scary because they're just I basically know. not showing the bottom. This is in Mexico City. That's enough distance to definitely die. That's the my yeah, least favorite. Yeah, you'll be favorite. busted up. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Guatemala City. Okay, you'd be busted up. One of these in China, they filled in, and it opened up again. So that would be the. Wor- I, I, would, I hope it happened like right after the last Piece guy, of dirt. like just did like the last shovel from the truck, and it then just the whole. Oh. <laughs> Not again! Looks like we're doing some <laughs> overtime. <laughs> he just looks at the camera and just yeah. shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> so wholesome. <laughs> So uh, we're at the last home stretch. What else can we tie it up with? Do you have any uh, final nuggets? And then, of course, holler at us about anything you see in here that you want us to touch on more, and we'll try to grab it for the next episode, too. This whole second half, I think, is going to get uh, in the next I episode. Just, I just have something I want people to think about more often, and that Drop is it on them. crimes involving chicken nuggets. Because they happen thing. more often than you think. It's a trend. And it's, it's kind of crazy. Increasingly more so, too. I'm not surprised to hear about this. Wait, are we mm. talking about the nuggets or the sauces? Uh, either or. Just okay. any Wait, any crime yeah. that is caused uh, usually for being shorted a chicken nugget or something like that. People go ballistic. That has happened to me. And I, I'll tell you, if I had not already eaten part of one of them, I would have been pissed. You know, yeah. it's like when you're hangry, yeah. all bets are off. <laughs> Found like a beak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a difference between being like uh, hangry and then climbing behind the counter and beating up the dude who's frying nuggets, you know, like shit like that. You pay for an Which extra happens. nugget. You want an extra nugget. Come on. Right. Snuggets. Ah, <laughs> uh, so what um, can I plug for you guys at the tail end? Where also, first of all, gonna have you all back on. Oh, it'll be we're great. We're excited. So we just 
And uh, we're bringing a nemesis next time. That's yeah. going to happen? Yeah, oh, that's happening. We're bringing Waz's nemesis. We won't dominate you conversationally as much. We'll actually let you talk the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that should be where we button it up and remind everyone to stay listening for the Grungy Faucet with Kevin Fawcett. Because mm-hmm. every episode he takes me to these pockets as a 90s kid of great grunge album tracks that you talk about with your friends and bump in your Honda Civics. Wait, can we get on that one instead? (laughs) (laughs) You have to tragically go to Ely, the the city. It's not too far. We've passed it a few times. We could make a pit stop. Yeah, you'd have to find (laughs) some other reason to be there. Good luck. (laughs) Uh, shout out we love y'all uh, and so stick tuned stick tuned to that because when you stay around you get the grungy faucet situation click on those banners at radiovegas.rocks uh, take your vitamins y'all brush your teeth and we will catch you on the flippity flop <laughs> Now is the best time to talk shit about everyone. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there was like one in some early season before we like totally killed the broadcast because we used to do the Facebook one at the same time. Yeah, and someone said something. Someone just started like talking shit about someone hardcore right I'm after. Like, oh, and it was right. still going on. And like we I still broadcast it. And like, you know, who knows if they found out, but it was like in all of our circles of friends and shit. That's it was just kind of funny. <laughs> so that was like